Good evening, Kingdom Life family. Um, well, I think um, I want to start by just saying how weird this feels. This is such a bizarre experience. Um, doing a sermon over a computer screen. Uh, it's, it's not what church was supposed to be. Eh? Um, we were supposed to be together. And it's hard to think that, uh, that we won't be gathering tonight. But... Um, but I do, I do rejoice that, that we have this means that I, that I can still talk to you as many of you as choose to watch this video. Um, but, um, but know that, that you are missed and that, that my heart is heavy and sad at the thought of not, not being with you all tonight. But remember, God, um, he took our worship from being something focused on, on a temple or, or synagogues. Um, and one where, where he made us his temple, the temple of his spirit. And, and so wherever we go, we are the church. So remember, even as, uh, as we're going through this weird time of, of isolation and social distancing, you know what they're calling it, that, um, that we have technology, that, that we can be in communication. So, so remember, to, remember to, to pray, remember to, to send a video to a friend and to call and to stay in touch and, and keep being a, being a family. Uh, being the family that Kingdom Life has been and, and will be um, as well. So um, I just, I have a short message tonight. You know, we've been, we've been working through uh, friendship with God and, and, and holiness. And, and, and as I've said before, that these two things are linked, that the, the more we press into friendship with Jesus, the more we realize that there are parts of our lives that aren't, that aren't right. And so we, so we seek holiness not, not for some sort of striving to be perfect, but because that we're, we're drawn to, to the Holy One. We're drawn, drawn to Jesus. And so it becomes a delight and a desire to, to be free. Um, and so actually next week, we, we, we're going to carry on with a few things and, and have sort of normal sermons. But um, I asked the Lord what he wanted to, me to say tonight. And, um, and, and he was really clear. And so this is going to be a short message. Um, but he has, he has something that, Father has something that I really believe he wants us to, to hear tonight. Um, and it, well, it actually starts a few weeks ago. I was driving home along 750, um, just, just around the corner from my house. And, and, I, and, I, and I just heard the Lord just say suddenly, I, I wasn't praying. I, he just spoke and said, um, I'm here. If you ask to experience me, I will show you that I'm here. And so I just said a really simple prayer, Jesus, show me. Um, I, want to, I want to experience you. And as soon as the words were out of my lips, there's, his spirit filled my car. Uh, and these, these waves of joy and, and peace just, just, yeah, just wafted over me. And it was such a simple and amazing thing at the same time. And I, and I kind of put it away as, as a moment, a precious moment, but... Um, I put it away and it delighted me, but I didn't think much more of it. But then, you know, over the last few weeks, again, things have started to, to, uh, to churn and to shift at, at Taylor, where I work. And um, I've seen, ah, I thought this might happen. This is uh, one of our cats. We may have a few visitors. Um, things started to shift at Taylor. A few of my students, look, that's Fat Liz. Um, that's Tiny Cat. Um, Again, sorry, a few things started to shift at Taylor. Um, we've, seen, we've seen students praying um, and, and repenting. We've seen students fasting. And um, we've, um, 
we've started to see students get filled with the spirit and speak in tongues. Uh, and, and, he, and even last week, a student was healed of, of an injury. Um, God is moving and he's here. And when I asked him, Father, what do you want me to speak about tonight? He said, tell my children that I am here. Um, turn, to, turn to Isaiah 55. Um, these, are, these are scriptures that we know well. But I just wanted to, I wanted to read these to you. And it's really verse 6 that is, the, that is the crux of this. But Isaiah 55. Oh, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Yes, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good. And let your soul delight itself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you. The sure mercies of David. Indeed, I have given him as a witness to the people. A leader and commander for the people. Surely you shall call a nation you do not know. And nations who do not know you shall run to you. Because of the Lord your God. And the Holy One of Israel. For he has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. The Lord is near. Um, you know, earlier this, this, um, this year, I, I gave this prophetic word and that um, something I felt God had been saying again, but it was confirmed to me by one of the prophets in in kingdom life, um, of, of the Holy Spirit exploding in our church, of us experiencing more of God than we ever have before. And this, this seems like a really strange way for that to happen. It feels like the opposite of, of that word. But I don't believe it is. Even as a, this, is a, this is a strange time, and it's a time of mourning, and it's a time of missing you, I, I have such a peace that the Lord is in this, and that he is doing something mighty that he is sending his sons and his daughters all over the country to be with their families. And he's going to be bringing restoration and he is providing us with an opportunity to seek him. And I believe that when everyone comes back, that we're going to see an increase in what he is doing. We're going to see an increase of his presence and we're going to experience more of him. So even as we, even as we wrestle with these changes, even as we mourn not being together, let us have hope uh, and confidence that he's going to be doing so much more. I still believe that word, that we're going to experience more of him than we ever have before. So have hope and seek him. And really is the theme of everything that I have today, have to say today, seek him. Seek Jesus. I asked the Lord for, for a scripture, actually, before I got that uh, verse from Isaiah. And uh, he told me to turn uh, to Jeremiah. And <laughs> I said, Lord, Jeremiah, got to be kidding me. Is there anything uplifting? Is there anything of joy in Jeremiah? Uh, this is the time for, for words of, of encouragement, uh, not judgment. But, yeah, I, I, I turned to Jeremiah um, and, um, you know, tried to be obedient. Um, so turn to Jeremiah 5, uh, 24. And um, this is a curious verse because, it reminds me of those words in Joel where we hear about the former and the latter rains and the pouring out of God's spirit. And I guess God could have taken me there. 
Um, and I, I didn't know that this reference was, was somewhat similar. And it's curious as well, because it is set in a judgment. And, and even as I asked the Lord, Lord, what about these judgments? He said, no, these, I'm not showing you the scripture because of the judgment here. Um, I want you to see the promise here. So reading from the, from the second part of verse 24, Jeremiah 5, 24. Let us now fear the Lord our God, who gives rain, both the former and the latter, in its season. He reserves for us the appointed weeks of the harvest. Your iniquities have turned these things away, and your sins have withheld good from you. I said, Lord, what about this judgment? And he said, no, it's not, of the, it's not about the judgment. But isn't it interesting that even in the last few weeks, we've been going after holiness. We've, we're, we're trying to position ourselves to say, Lord, we don't want anything to be held back from us. We don't want to be turned away because of sin. We, we want to press into holiness. We want to press into you. Um, but the Lord said, yeah, look at these verses. Let us now fear the Lord our God. Let us be reminded of his awe and his majesty and of his holiness and the wonder of who he is and, and what he has done, the wonder of his sacrifice for us. But who gives the rain, both the former and the latter, in its season? It is the Father. And it is our Savior. And I believe that, I believe that there is a promise here for this latter rain to be poured out, that there is a space, that the former rain is what we have seen before. It is that revival of God that that brought really kingdom life to being because of what the Holy Spirit did in our community. Um, and, in, and, in, and in Marion, at, at Iwu and at Taylor. But I believe that there's a latter rain coming and there's a harvest coming. He reserves for us the appointed weeks of the harvest. Let us have hope for what he has for us, for this latter rain. Um, you know, we, we talk about revival a lot and, and, and you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest, it's, it's a word that sometimes makes me, me, me cringe a little bit. It's a strange word. It's one of those Christian words that we can kind of throw out and, oh, we want revival. Let's pray for revival. Let's have a revival meeting. And, and sometimes it can feel really religious. Sometimes it can feel like we're striving. But I tell you, when I look at Taylor's campus over these last few weeks, I see genuine revival. I said last semester, to, I said in one of my sermons last semester, I said, watch out, God is doing something because now we have multiple groups of students who are praying and who are fasting. The Lord is moving. <laughs> he is bringing revival. And, I, and, I, and I, I don't want this just to be an empty word. I, I want it to be a word that captivates us. Because what is revival? Revival is, is falling in love with Jesus again. It's it's encountering his presence in a powerful way. It's encountering Jesus as, as, as the person that he is, not, not just an idea, but the man, our Savior and our King. It's about being on our knees in repentance and saying, Lord, just strip away everything that is not of you in my life. I want to know you more. It's about casting away any sense of being orphans and, and, and really grabbing hold of being sons and daughters of God. And it's coming. It's coming. I feel his spirit moving. So let us press in. Let us seek him while he is here. Let us seek him while he is here. I sense the Lord saying that this is a season where 
the fear of man is going to be destroyed in us. Where we will have no greater joy than pursuing him. That this is our highest calling to fear only him. To press into him and his presence. So even in the midst of all this confusion, all that there's all this change, just remember this is not a time for mourning. This is not a time for a dirge, but a time for pressing into him. And a few weeks ago as well, I, I said to us, you know, over Lent, uh, fast and, and give up as the Lord leads, but, but let us be a church that worships. Let, let this Lent be a Lent where we worship the Lord. And that call hasn't changed. I see us worshiping. I see us worshiping in our homes. I see us worshiping in twos or threes in our families. You know, maybe get it together with one or two friends and worship, but worship on your own. Let your worship be extravagant. Let your worship be aimed at Jesus, the one, the one, the only one who is worthy of our worship, who is worthy of all that we are. I just sense the Lord saying, worship me. I'm here. Seek me. I'm here and I will reveal myself to you. I reveal myself to you and I will reveal my love for you. So let us worship him. In that Jeremiah verse um, where it talks about the weeks, um, the pointed weeks of the harvest, um, my Bible commentary says that these are actually seven weeks and they're the weeks that fall actually between Passover and Pentecost. And so I'd encourage us, even as who knows how long it is until we can get together in church, let us not stop worshiping and making a sacrifice of worship when Lent ends at Easter. Let us press on to Pentecost. Let us keep worshiping. Let's keep pressing in and be expectant for more. I'm so excited by what he is going to do. Let's press in for this latter rain. Now one, of the, um, one of the prophetic voices that we have at Kingdom Life um, sent me a message a few days ago. And, and much of what he said really resonated with my heart. And what he felt the Lord saying to us in this time was let us be expectant that this is a time where the Lord will restore us. Where we give the Lord space to remove distractions and to heal our wounds. I said this in an email that, that I've hoped, I hope that, yeah, that you've seen it. That this is a time where he's able to strip away um, our comforts. You know, we, 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 some of those distractions that are part of our lives have just by, by necessity been stripped away. And I would encourage you, um, don't get distracted by the news. Don't look at your phones too often. Don't look at all the, the hype and the, and the fear mongering that, that we see. Um, this is something to take seriously. But God holds all things in his hands. This virus is not a surprise to him. What it's doing to our church and our communities and our, our places of work and our countries, it's not a surprise to him. The Father is working in this and through this. In fact, I, I, like I've said already, I expect that we'll see more of him because of these changes, because we are we're not distracted by the normal things, by the usual things. So give him space. Give him space to meet with you. Seek him. I believe this is a time where we can surrender to him. Where we can present our hearts to him and we can present our wounds to him and we can present 
our hopes to him, that we can present all things to him and say, Jesus, take my heart, meet me, speak to me. I wanted to finish by reading a few scriptures that I think will give us hope and speak to us in this season. The first, our cat, the first is from Deuteronomy 4, verse 29. But from there you will seek the Lord your God. And you will find him if you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. Let us pursue Jesus. Let us press into him. Psalm 27, 8. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. <laughs> yes, Lord. We will seek your face, Jesus. And finally, Isaiah 26, verses 3 and 4. You keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. The Lord God is our everlasting rock. Let's keep our, let's keep our vision focused on him. Let's keep our eyes fixed on him. And finally, a reminder, everything in, that I've said in this message is focused on two things. Seek him. Jesus is ready to be found. Already this week, I've experienced him in ways that I haven't in years. And not just the presence of his spirit, but, but Jesus himself, just the, the, the presence of my Savior himself. Seek him. The second thing is worship him. Whatever that looks like to you. Worship him. Shed the, the bounds of what might distract you and worship him. Worship him. Let's pray. Jesus, you are our savior. You are majesty. You are worthy of our praise, Lord. You're worthy of our attention. Lord, in, in this shaking, in this, this time that is so different from what we have experienced before, we set our eyes on you and we declare that we trust you. Lord, we give you our work and we give you our families. We give you our church, Lord. We give you our community. We give you our nation. Lord, we say and declare that you are sovereign over all things and we trust you. And Lord, in the midst of all that is going on, we declare that we love you. And we will seek your face. We will seek your presence. We love you, Lord Jesus. We praise you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. King of Lifers, uh, one final thing. Um, you would have got an email, uh, and it's been posted on Instagram, that if you need prayer, please um, email Matt at... Um, a kingdom life or, or myself or Kath, any of the staff, um, we, we want to be able to pray with you. If you send an email, it'll, it'll get sent to one of our ministry teams and, and they'll get back to you with a video or with an email with words of encouragement or blessing. Uh, if you need prayer for healing, just let us know. We are, we, are, we are here. We love you. God bless you. God's presence cover you and your homes. In Jesus' name. Amen.